So this is Halford Julius Pearson and you're uh, listening to uh, Stark Raven Matt. Make sure you will listen to all of it or I will crush your heart like this. Ow! podcast. I am not Mike Marbach, as you can tell from the many mess-ups that I already had. My name is David Danella, and uh, with me to my right... Uh, Whitney Harris. And Hunter Steffes. And uh, Mike is gone. He left us. Uh-huh. He is uh, in a town that we will not name because we don't want you fans mm. tracking you down <laughs> while he's on vacation. Yeah, let him uh, live, right? Yeah, let him live. Um... But he has entrusted the task of covering season four, episode, I mean, season six, episode four, Book of the Stranger, to us. That's the title? That's the title of the episode, Book of the Stranger. It's from that long, boring speech that the uh, High Sparrow gave. Yeah, so. Stop listening halfway through. I I fell asleep, so it's very likely that he told some story (laughs) that was pertinent to, like, every other Mm -hmm. storyline in the thing, but I just don't. Remember or care. Uh, Which makes me think that we should um, start right with that. But first, let me get a little business out of the way. Please. uh, Right now, we are doing a... Contest? We're doing a contest. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing a contest. Uh, If you uh, review us, if you rate and review us on iTunes, preferably favorably, you will earn a chance to win uh, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms, which is a compilation of the tale of Duncan Egg stories, which is about... uh, Aegon the Unlikely and Sir Duncan the Tall. Is that yep. right? Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, so please rate and review us. Also follow us on Twitter. That's at SRM Podcast. Or shoot us a little emailio at SRM Podcast mm-hmm. at, g- at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm forgetting all the things that Mike just remembers. Oh. Audible. You know, he's going to listen to this and just be so happy that, like, yeah, he kills it at hosting, and he's just like because every every night after we record a podcast, it um, this doesn't make it to the pod, but how it ends is me getting really close to Mike's face and whispering, "I'm a better host," <laughs> <laughs> and this is proof positive that that is not true. So, Mike, big up to you. We miss you. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's let's first of all let's talk about um, just our first impressions, our overall thing. So, like, if there was a trailer for this this episode. And they had to take a quote from us, right? You know how, like, when, like, an X-Men movie comes out, they're like, Peter Travers of Rolling Stone said it was a wild and thrilling ride. How would you describe this episode? Mm. More exciting than last season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It didn't have Dorn in it, so that says a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mine would be reunited, and it feels so good. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and my have people grown. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Teenagers are a spring. On the reunited and it feels so good tip, Mm -hmm. should we check off another prediction on the predictions box? Yeah, let's just get right to it. Uh, Let's get this right out of the way because it was a boring prediction that we overvalued. It was... His first prediction? It was his last prediction. Oh, we should have known better by that point. And we gave it a score that it does not deserve, but... It happened. Congratulations. Rob, you are on the board because Theon Greyjoy has reunited with his family on the Iron Islands. How many points do you get for that? He got 21 points total. So 11 11 difficulty points and 10 just for getting a thing. In comparison, Whitney is sitting pretty at 45 points. Because Hodor spoke and Jon Snow was resurrected and relieved of his Night's Watch. And I still feel like my... 
best prediction has yet to come true, even though it seemed like it was going to happen tonight with Jorah giving Danny's fuckboy grayscale. I don't know if it's going to happen anymore because they're not on they're not on buddy duty anymore. And also, but he she well that's for the end of the episode. But he just saw her slamming body <laughs> and it's just like oh I can't. I'm just thinking he's going to get jealous and it's going to okay. happen. But Dario knows now. Well, yeah. it's not going to be as easy. Yeah, <laughs> nobody said it'd be easy. He could still do it while he's sleeping. Yeah, because I how it seems like it's just like a light touch. Like, it's not like a three-second hold. Yeah. Yeah. I, I assume. I mean, I, I don't think he has to, like, actually do the wet willy. To <laughs> and is it, like, like if he touches his sword? Like, if he rubs his sword on his spot? Because mm. he really likes that sword. Was that foreshadowing? What if, so, what if he grates some of his arm, like, <laughs> to his food? Yeah, is it kid guy rules? <laughs> like, if he rubs some on Dario's pillow, will Dario get... So many questions. So many questions. Um, so we'll so, uh, so we just we just touched on two storylines, so we might as well start with one of those. Um, since the Theon story is more boring, we'll start yeah. there. Okay. Um, let's talk about it. What do you What do you guys What did you guys watch? What did you guys think? I have to say, it seemed very easy for him to get home. Like last we saw him, he was in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, I just happened to find a boat. He just got a boat. Yeah, yeah. Just like, straight up ha- got a boat. I I am not a worldly traveler, but I assume boats cost money to get on, which yeah. he probably didn't have. Like, just a lot of questions. Granted, I didn't need to see it. I don't need to I, see Theon being like... That was going to be my <laughs> question. It's like, would, would we not have all pitched a fit oh, yeah. if it had taken three episodes of Theon being like, I'll have a couple pennies. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I might have, I might have enjoyed watching Theon negotiate for a boat. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have no money. Yeah. I also have no penis. Take with that what you will. <laughs> so what can I offer you? Um, Hunter, by the way, just for the record, was um, very excited to watch Davos ask for a small oh, business yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite scene in the entire show is when Stannis got a bank loan. My favorite character did my favorite thing. Yeah. What more could I ask for? Uh, yeah, so Theon shows up in the Iron Islands and uh, walks straight into a... So I guess everybody like is like, whatever Theon has done, they're just... They still are like, alright, we respect the fact that you're a great joy. Maybe. I, but, like, how do you walk into the castle like that? It feels like not a lot of people live there. Yeah. It's a very empty yeah. castle. Because you were onto the same thing last night. Yeah, he just walked onto a bridge and threw a guy over it. Yeah. I, I think maybe, like, 18 people live on the entire Iron Islands. And everybody else just, like, lives on a hammock on a boat. <laughs> Well, I mean, it doesn't look like the greatest place to live. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I thought, and I know I'm stupid for thinking this, I thought it was a little bit, like, maybe it's just because it's an island. I thought it was a little bit hotter. <laughs> You're thinking, like, all-inclusive Mexico vacation yeah, island. Yeah, so there's steel drums. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> got puka shell necklace. Crystal yeah. blue ocean. <laughs> Surfboard. Surfboard. Yeah, so, um, Fionn meets up with Yara. She's like, you suck. I saved you and you wouldn't come with me and good men died and you stink and why should we ever love you and you think you can just be king of the Iron Islands? And he's like, nah, sis, it ain't like that. I want you to be queen. And I guess they finished on a good note? Well, yeah, he cried a little. She yelled at him not to cry and I was like, let me help you. We learned some important things. Yeah. Theon wants his sister to rule. And those doggies did kill somebody. Yeah, we yeah, lost just them. Didn't show it on the show because that would have been exciting. Also, cost money. Yeah, okay. special effects. Right. Um, yeah, we're gonna. Whitney, you, you're gonna talk <laughs> more about that later when we get to uh, Winterfell. Uh, yeah. I, I, anything else we want to talk about with this? I, I feel like uh, this was just like again. Like I feel like a lot of this episode was setting her up. Yeah. Knocking it down. Or not knocking it down. More setting it up. Yeah, just, not a lot just of setting it up. Yeah. Is Reek dead, though? Like, Reek's gone. So it's just Theon now. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it, I guess we'll find out next time Ramsey's around. He's responding to being called Theon now. Yeah. And I don't think he'll be around Ramsey for a while, because now he's on this island, and they've got a king's moot to do. Mm-hmm. 
Ramsey has a lot going on. Yeah. Ramsey's busy doing sexual violence <laughs> as per usual. Yep. Um, speaking of sexual violence, will Reek get an ivory penis? Or a oh. whalebone penis? He'll get an iron penis. <laughs> it's the Iron Island. Right. I apologize. You will you kill get... someone else for their iron penis. You will get a puka shell. <laughs> 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 oh man, can you imagine a steel drum dong? Oh. <laughs> Wait, is the dong what you play with, or it's actually... No, it's attached down there. You got a little mallet. You make some music to get in the mood, and then you finish the job. What is wrong with me? Well, and I like her weird comment how he's like, he broke me into a thousand pieces. She's like, I know, we received one of those pieces. It's like, oh, that's got to be weird. Mm. And you just throw that away, I guess? Wait. Was it the dog? Yeah. That was the insinuation, because, uh, like, that was... In the season, that was like intercut with Ramsey eating the yeah. sausage yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. receiving an oblong box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think we covered Theon yeah. pretty admirably. Um, let's go over to another boy that's becoming a man. Oh. The Vale. Oh, the Sweet right. Robin. Let's talk about Sweet Robin for a second. Very briefly, a part of it. Um, boy has grown up. Yeah, he's a freak now. Oh. His hands, <laughs> his hands were the size. He, I mean, it looked like he was just holding two <laughs> banana, like he two bunches of bananas in each hand. He looks like a little scarecrow. Yeah, yeah, and not even a little scarecrow, a big old scarecrow. Big old scarecrow. Well, he's only sixteen too. I just looked this up, so he's got more growing to do. Yeah, he very well might be a big man. It's <laughs> just seven foot tall flopping around yeah, by the they, end of the show. They might have secretly cast Hodor. <laughs> Game. Um, so, um, Sweet Robin is, is still a herb. He's such a turd when it comes to shooting arrows and fighting and stuff like that. But guess what? Uncle Peter comes by and Sweet Robin gets his courage back. Yeah. I loved this. I loved this scene. I loved I loved the the bad arrow shot into the heavy sigh and eye roll from Jan Royce. <laughs> I loved Uncle Peter's got a present. <laughs> it's <laughs> a birdie. <laughs> and just staring at his new birdie forever. I loved the hawk reaction shot to the Freddy. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm a bird. me. <laughs> oh wait, that was almost the, the mountain voice. I apologize. Oh, don't confuse people. Um, I like seeing Bronze Jan Royce whenever I can. Just he's got a sweet name. Yeah, Bronze Jan Royce. Yeah, it's a good fantasy name. It is a good fantasy name. I always, I always just call him John because um, George R. R. Martin, when he's not feeling like he wants to do work, just adds a Y to things. Just like trades a Y for a, where an I or an E should be or a J. Like it just trades a Y in. I'm I'm for it though. Yeah, I think Jan's a great I name. Jan is one of the better names though. Um, yeah, so, what's his face? Littlefinger comes in, spews a bunch of villainy, the oh, only honorable nice. person in the room is like, you're lying. <laughs> Littlefinger spews more villainy. <laughs> a weird child goes, I believe my uncle, he yeah. brought me a bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, should we throw him down the moon door? And then be Little Peter's like, Little Pete! <laughs> <laughs> Little Pete! Little Pete! <laughs> Little Pete's like... Yeah, I think we should. I think we should throw him down the moon door. And then he's like, wait a second. Let's think on it. Uh, you know, a nice display of the fact that uh, Sweet Robin, for some reason, is around Littlefinger's Littlefinger. Shouldn't he be around Bronze Jan's finger? No. Like, Bronze Jan is the guy raising him, teaching him how but to he's fight. But like, he's like the tough love that is shaping him into the person that he should be. And Littlefinger's like the cool uncle that like comes by with like candy and is like, oh, you can have beer. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, of course he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I like this guy. But he should like, yeah, it's like. So cool. it's like, this This wasn't my experience growing up. But like, it's like when uh, your mom, you, you have a stepdad. Yeah. And your stepdad's there mm-hmm. seven days a week. Yeah. Doing, working his ass off to raise you. And you treat him like shit because he's not your real dad. Mm-hmm. And your real dad shows up like once every two months and is like, yo, let's go to Dorney Park. Or brings you a hawk. Yeah, or yeah, brings you a hawk. <laughs> real dad brings you a hawk. And you're like, oh, this man can do no wrong. So he's done nothing. And then, like, and then, you know, flash forward, and he's like, I'm not paying for your college. 
because I have a new girlfriend and she's also in college, so I gotta make a choice. Yeah, little Robin's gonna get his heart broken, but I mean. Uh, hearing a gangly 16 year old say, should we throw him through the moon door, makes him sit like way more of a creep. I know. Like when he's a kid, he doesn't seem like he's just like a weird kid. Now he's a straight teen creep. Yeah, what did uh, what did you call him? Like a um, he's a dumb Joffrey. He's a dumb Joffrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joffrey's a cruel Joffrey. Yeah, this kid's dumb. Just a dumb Joffrey. Is he trying to get with Sansa or Sansa? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> no, because the way he considered it, it's just like, ugh, she's my dumb cousin. Guess yeah. we should help. Uh, yeah. Right now, I, I really, I mean, this was my this was my sixth prediction, and I'm starting to really love it. John and Sansa. It's a non-zero chance right now. Mm. Oh wait, you were getting, you were predicting they would get together? Yeah, mm. it's a non-zero probability oh, chance no. right now. Oh what? No, because they're still cousins, even if like the theory's true. Yeah, but man, cousins marry cousins all the time in this kind of world. Look, I don't like it. <laughs> No, you like it. I do like it, but like George, George R. R. Martin's a creep. Yeah. So why can't I be a creep? I don't know. It makes sense. Something creepy is going to happen because either look, either John is Daenerys's cousin or he's Sansa's cousin. Maybe both. And you think John ends up like getting with one of them? Oh yeah. I think he doesn't find love. I think he had his love. You and think he's solo dolo? Yeah. Here's yeah. my case. Here's my case. We agreed has red hair. Sansa has red hair. Oh, no, oh. that's just... Oh. oh. That's the only case I <laughs> Wait, can we go back to Little Robin oh, yeah, before yeah. we leave? Oh, yeah, back to Sweet Robin, of course. So we left there, and they're going up to yeah, Winterfell. Yeah, they're going to fight. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, like, anytime we left the wall or, like, that north area, I was just like, oh, I just want to stay up there right now. Because that's where the action is. Yeah. But this facilitates future sword fights... So I'm into so, it. So, yeah. yeah. Resounding thumbs up from Hunter. Um, yeah, and that, that's the thing. And I think what's going to be really interesting is what happens... If these two groups team up to take Winterfell, what is the aftermath of that? Like, is, if they win? Yeah, like, is Peter Baelish ultimately on Jon Snow's side? Or is he... Is this just a, a precursor to another backstabbing? Peter Baelish is the one character that I'm like, I don't know what his end goal is. I think he has major snake potential. I think there's is a that very... a Harry Potter reference? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Harry Potter? Yeah, I, I not would... well enough. I couldn't tell if you said Snape or <laughs> snake. snake. Okay, yeah. I, said, I said snake. Um, uh, okay, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, if you uh, haven't watched all the Harry Potters. If you haven't watched all the Harry Potters or, or read them. Red. But also, it's been ten years, so, like, I'm not sorry. Um... I think there's a chance, like, isn't there a chance that Peter Baelish loved Catelyn Stark so much that he will just do anything for that family? But why, I, I'm i just so confused by him, because, like, I think he knew how awful Ramsay was. Well, yeah. Right? We'll see, I guess. Yeah. I think that it, I, because, I, yeah, I just, I, like, we always found it hard to believe that he had no idea that Ramsay Bolton, the guy who was called the bastard of... What was he? The Bastard, Bastard of the Bolton? Bastard of Bolton. Yeah. Um, was he not called the Butcher of Bolton also? Uh, I don't think anyway, so. Anyway, he's a monster, and everybody knew it, except for Peter Baelish, who knows everything else in the world. Yeah. I just don't... Yeah, I just want to know what is in-game. Like, so many characters on this show, I feel like you at least know, like, their one tried-and-true thing. Like, Cersei. Family. Mm-hmm. Like... Everyone else is just like, okay, at least I know. But, like, he's just such a... I don't... Like, does he want power? Does he yeah. want Sansa? Does he want... Probably both. Yeah. So maybe it's give it to Sansa and then, like... Marry her. Marry her. Woo her. Yeah, but, like, Sansa gets power and she's not going to suddenly marry an old man like a creep. Well, what if he does a great dance? <laughs> <laughs> That's her weakness. Yeah. <laughs> What if his nickname Littlefinger has always been because he does a dance where he sticks his pinky out uh, and gets on his tippy toes and goes, hoo, hoo, where's it going? I'll probably get over all of this, but I'll, I'll give you 20 bonus points if that happens. So he's dancing, he's on his tippy toes. Yep. His, pink, his right pinky is up in the air, he's sure. twirling it around. Sure. And he that- says, 
Woo hoo hoo. Where's it going? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Referring it... to his pinky. Yeah, like, and I think it's one of those things where it's like if he points at somebody else, then they pick up oh. the dance, right? And oh, I start. thought you were going to say it's like a holler back. Like, oh. Where's it going? And then they holler back where it's, where it's going. Oh. Well, we'll have to wait. We still have. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait. It's the end of the season. If you're going to reveal this beautiful dance, we'll see. We still have six more episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's a hokey pokey esque dance. Um, Let's take it to Marie. Mm, Okay. Uh, Was was this again? Is Marie still boring? Or is it getting better? Yeah, Yeah, dude. Boring. Mm hmm. I guess this is a, like Tyrion was slightly better this episode because he didn't make any uh, dick jokes or balls jokes. Yeah, uh, and he wasn't just like kind of a little creep. Yeah, although he did tell he did like tell two slaves like, "Hey, man, <laughs> true. I know what discrimination is like. <laughs> no, it's very I was a slave for forty eight hours <laughs> as part of a plan." <laughs> It's like, oh my god. Hey man, I know what reverse racism was like. I waited in line at an Apple store. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I just... Did they hire, like, some younger writers? I feel like there's a lot of, like, tits and cock and, like, weird language just, like, shoved in that I don't remember from the other season. I think once they, like, stop having to adapt book dialogue, they're like, all right... What's on this show? Tits. <laughs> Asses. Because don't oh. they call them, like, like, I feel like, like, cunts thrown around and, like, oh, all yeah. this. Like, it's yeah. just, like... Although, I mean, the one thing I will say is that Tyrion frequently says tits and cock in the book. No, very true. Very true. Okay. So, like, he, that, they, 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 this might be the one thing that they're being true to. Okay. But I do agree that the writers have... Um, they're in their freedom. They have uh, put on their house shoes and donned their bathrobes and are now uh, just feeling very comfortable. Uh, I don't have much to say about where about that place. I feel like that was boring. Okay, so I'll just do a quick recap and okay. then if we have anything to talk about. So, um, uh, so Masandi, who's listen, we talk like uh, just a quick. Tough squad check in. Tough, I mean, hoo ha, hoo hoo ha, tough squad. Um, Masandi, yeah, her numbers retired even though she's still in the league. Like, um, she is the captain and uh, mascot and Hall of Fame player coach of the tough squad. God bless you. So, Masandi's like, uh, Tyrion, why are we inviting the people from Yunkai and Astapor over to Marine? Why are we negotiating with them? Tyrion says another one of his own quotes, which is, uh, you negotiate with your enemies, not your friends, which is, or you make peace with your enemies, not your friends, which is like, that means nothing. That's like literally like, if you're not first, you're last. Of course you make peace. You already have peace with your friends. So why would you need to make peace is that, with your friends? Is that his or is that his dad's? Oh, that might have been his dad's. No, I think it was him. Because remember, she like did a did a callback to him. Was oh like, yeah, at the end, because he he had quoted it before, but he he said it was a wise man. I'm not putting it past him to say. Oh, like, I think he said it was me as a wise man, because he's been a real a real shit this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, the quote is actually attributed. To uh, somebody named Moshe Dayan, who was an Israeli military leader and politician. <laughs> that's probably, yeah, that's probably who he's called. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, he tells Miss Sandy that negotiating is the way to go, brings these slavers in. The slavers are like, oh, we like slavery. We don't want to change. <laughs> Tyrion is like, listen, you can make money without slavery. I don't have slavery. I just have surfed them, and I make a lot of money from that. And they're like, we don't trust you. And it's like, listen, listen, listen. I'm a white guy. You're all white guys. Let's let's make a deal. Let's have all the slave. Let's you can keep slavery for seven years. Obviously, we'll pay you back for all the slaves that you lose. But in seven years, slavery is over. By the way, in this world, 
Who knows what the world looks like in seven years? Yes. Yeah. Seven years is an absurdly long time. It's, I mean, it's the equivalent of, um, of like me telling my girlfriend, I'll marry you in 120 years. <laughs> Saying like, we'll get engaged tomorrow, but the wedding date is in 2130. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he tells this ducktail. And, uh, and then says, and on top of it, I got a present for you. Let's bring in some ladies. Well, he didn't say that. He rang a little bell, which yeah. we were all like, what is he calling? Dragons? I thought dragons. Yeah, I thought too. <laughs> yeah, drag, but like a butler dragon. <laughs> yeah. With a dragon with a little, a little bow tie, tie and a silver tray. <laughs> you rang, sir? Oh, he lurched. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's just women. And then, um, and one of the things that I like to think about when I watch this show is just like, what would this look like if it were the real world? And what this would look like would be like, imagine like your average office conference room <laughs> and somebody uh, being like, good meeting, good meeting. Like, you know, right? Like the Japanese come into town and we're like, so we have a deal and they're like, great. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then the, and then like the people who are like, they leave, and then just a bunch of hosts come into the <laughs> conference room. And I just picture, like, a conference table there, like a PowerPoint still up on the wall. And these guys are just like, great, we're going to have an orgy right in this room. They're like, yeah, uh, cool. Yeah. Sold. The, it, there couldn't have been more open space where these guys were, like, no. doing their thing. And um, and then the rest of Marine is waiting for mm-hmm. Tyrion and the gang. And um, they're yelling at Tyrion, and Tyrion's like, oh, but... But, and then Miss Sandy is like, nah, this is cool. <laughs> and Miss Sandy and Grey Worm fall into line. And it's like, I guess this is a precursor for unity. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. I bet this backfires. Yeah? Yeah. You think that um, they're going to regret siding with Tyrion? Oh, yeah. I bet Marine goes up in smoke before they all have to skedaddle out of there. Yeah, I think they. I, I think that they leave... Under the cover of night, never to return. Or, Daenerys, well, we'll get to that later, yeah. but Daenerys comes with a big old cavalcade of. Don't I could have said cavalry, I guess, but. Not cavalcade. Yeah, I'll say cavalcade of horsemen. <clears throat> I have to say, I like both Masandi or whatever your nickname for her is and Grey Worm, but they're a boring couple. Well, like. Can we agree on that? They're a boring couple. They don't need to be a. Like, they're, what are we getting from them? I'm also going to say, I shut down when people start talking fake languages. <laughs> it is... I mean, I'm so glad that they were just like, we... Uh, like, we all speak common tongue. Yeah. And I'm over the joke of, like, his whatever language they're speaking isn't that great. It's like, mm, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, and this, yeah, this is another thing. Oh, well, go ahead. We made up a fake language to do a subtitle gag. It's like, yeah, it's okay. Fucking yeah. cool. What a waste of time. Um, so uh, let's move over to King's Landing. Okay, so Cersei like uh, goes to see Tommen, and Tommen's getting a counseling job by Maester Pycelle, who has never successfully counseled anyone in his life ever. <laughs> and Pycelle has the gall to be like, "I'm one of I'm on the small council. I can check in on the king." And it's like. Pycelle, you just farted because you saw a tall guy. <laughs> Never talk about anything ever. I think your beard fell off once. <laughs> You're the dirt worse, bro. Yeah. So, um, so Cersei's with Tommen, and she's like, "Yo, Tommen, what do you? Th- how do you think we're gonna get your girl back? Like, it's not gonna be pretty." And Tommen snitches, and he says, "Mommy." My wifeo is gonna do the walk of shame just like you. And Cersei's like, thank you for that information. I promise I won't use it for my own devices. <laughs> and then she leaves the room and goes straight to the small council and uses She it picks for up her Jamie on her way though. Yeah. yeah, she calls up the phone. She's like, <laughs> she's like, James, I got what I needed. <laughs> uh, so let's talk so, so you guys talk to me about Cersei visiting the small council. It was an easier convincing job. Yeah. I think it helps that the two idiots weren't in the room. Yeah. 
Like if if Mace Tyrell was in there like playing with a flower, <laughs> Pycelle was there like just grooming his beard and babbling. So Pycelle wants to see Marjorie naked. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I think he'd be like, I, well, seems like we might as well just let it happen. You got through it scot free. This this isn't a telescope. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the two people there, they're both related to Marjorie, right? Um. No. no. Kevin Lannister is. Oh, is that uh, Kevin? Yes. Yeah. That's uh. I didn't know who that was. That's the dude, Kevin Lannister. Oh, that's Kevin. I thought he like stormed off. He yeah, came, came back, back when Cersei went to prison. Wow. Cool. So, um, so Kevin Lannister is Tommen's uncle. He is Lancel's father. So, Lancel. Uh, who's Lancel again? Lancel is the guy that Cersei had sex with. That is now oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the High Sparrow's crew. Who helped kill the king? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gave him, gave him that sleepy wine. Yeah. Yo, all wine, sleepy wine. We know about that because <laughs> Hunter Whitney and I split a bottle before this. I hope you guys don't review us poorly because of that. They probably like us, but they probably all poor. We just did Tyrion. We're doing what we learned from the show. Yeah, we learned it from you, Dad. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, so they all all get on board with this idea of we're going to bring a bunch of soldiers uh, as a show of force, but we're never going to use them. But it's not King's Landing soldiers, right? It's... That's right. So I got to look at these. Can we talk? No, it's... The re or it's uh, it's it's Tyrell's Tyrell's because I thought Kevin was like, well I can't do that. They're like, well you can do nothing, right? Wasn't that the whole thing? I thought yeah. it was the Tyrells are gonna come in, and so it's not like maybe I think I missed it. I yeah I couldn't follow because I first of all who has the first biggest army? Tyrell. The Tyrells have the first biggest army. Yep. So then the Lannisters must have the second biggest army? Probably. So then it is Kevin Lannister that's going to come in. No, I think it's the Tyrells were going to come in, and Kevin Lannister had to not, had to like step back and be like, it's not me. Okay. Right? Um, I got, that's the impression I got. So either the Lannisters. I think, I think it's the Tyrell army because it's the Tyrells that are in prison. Because right. they're not trying to start like a. a a kingdom thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, hey. Yeah, they're trying. got to reach angry. Yeah. Okay, so the plan is that we're going to bring these people in as a show of force, but then we're going to de-escalate before we actually storm the sept, I guess? And then, when everyone's laid back... We're going to kill we, the High Sparrow? We take Gregor Clegane. We take his helmet off. He's got a mouth. And he eats everybody. <laughs> he eats the high sparrow. He just eats his way to freedom. <laughs> yeah. Yum, 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 yum. I was saying in the beginning of the episode, I think for your prediction to come through, he doesn't take his helmet off. He rips open to expose his mouth to bite someone. Oh, and I bet his teeth are mad pointy now. Oh, oh yeah. I, well, I always pictured the helmet just opening. Uh-huh. Like, like Predator you know, like style? How, you know how like a cartoon, like sometimes cartoon nights, will just like... Talk like from their like, mouthpiece. Yeah, that's how I picture it. Well, I think his helmet has a seam like what is that perpendicular? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or I guess uh, just a vertical. Just seam. a vertical seam. Yeah. So I imagine it have to open like predator style. Ooh, <laughs> I just made a I just made a face with my. Oh hands. my god! What if it opens predator style and he has the dwarf head? In his, oh, mouth. Oh. in his mouth? So he's, gonna, he's got a normal big head, and then where his mouth should be, there's a dwarf head? Well, because remember, he took that dwarf, and I was like, I'll take I'll take that head. Yeah, I'll do something with uh, that. Uh, if you're going to just throw that head away, I'll take it. We never saw what he what did with it. What mountain's body in the dwarf's head? Yeah, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much. But it's like... The, Mountain all up here, but just little dwarf head right here. That's why we don't see it. <laughs> still not totally sure, like a double dwarf head. <laughs> so he's got. Does he have two heads? No, he has. Okay, I'm giving him a bigger mouth than I assume, but I assume that yeah. dwarf head. His <laughs> mouth is a head. It's, 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 like, it's almost like his tongue is a dwarf head. Yeah. Okay. Like predator. <laughs> have you guys not seen predator? No, alien. I keep referencing predator. Okay. Alien. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the alien's mouth is another little alien. Yeah. Because predator's mouth. Like opens like this, and yes. you can see what I'm doing. But like a- <laughs> cool, I'm glad 
laughing. Dwarf head is way smaller. Than <laughs> well, I don't know. He shrunk it. <laughs> yeah, he used to shrink, right? Yeah, he uh, he takes the head of that shrunken head guy from Beetle. <laughs> oh, oh man, what if Beetlejuice was on this season? <laughs> well, you know what? Nobody said his name even once. I think he could be if they just said his name. Can I throw this out there? How yeah. much would you love to watch Mark Bach listen to this podcast at this point? I would, I would pay to watch Mark Bach listen to this podcast. You know, I feel like he hit that point. It's just like, oh, come on. Like, sorry, Marby. So anyway, this anyway, this grand plot is to get us back on track. Oh, yeah, that's uh, what we're talking about. Is, it sounds like that thing where it's like somebody's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just going to go to this... I'm going to rob this store. I'm going to bring an unloaded gun. It's just there to let them know that I have a gun. Once they see that I have a gun, nobody will ever pull a gun. But, like, they're going to show up with this army, and the sparrows are going to... They're going to fight back. And they're going to know it's going to be a war. Because we know they have bats with... Spikes. Spikes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We also know that Cersei's great at plans, and none of them ever go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that people agreed to a Cersei plan in, like, two minutes is is a little mystifying. What? I mean, I guess like, do they not remember anything? I think they're too close to it. Yeah, I guess they don't Elena, read the books. Elena just... <laughs> <laughs> they don't read the books. Yeah. Elena's too close. Yeah. And Kevin Lannister didn't have his little... His little uh, Patsy's around to, to big up his ego. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that, that's King's Landing. Now we're going to move into... Uh, well, we oh, wait, we had more. Else in King's Landing. We had the boring speech. We had the most boring oh, speech. Oh, my God, I forgot. I feel like that was a callback to the beetle smashing. That was just like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, a, or it's a callback to the High Sparrow's boring speech from an episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they did like a tight camera zoom on him. Mm-hmm. That yeah. made me feel like it was supposed to be menacing, but what he was saying was just like, I had a party, yeah. and when I woke up, I realized, no one's better than anybody, and everyone's stupid for having parties, yeah. and now I'm the High Sparrow. And it was one of those things where it's like, uh, hey, cool guy, we, like, that's literally everybody who has a party every time. <laughs> That is literally the story. Like, hey, yeah, like, I had a party, I got super drunk, and then I woke up and regretted it. What? Yeah, and he's like, I could smell everyone. It's like, yeah, everyone smells awful after a party. Like, they've all just slept without brushing their teeth. Like, yeah. And this was a sex party. Yeah. So, more smells. Yeah. Also, he spent a lot of time talking about how fancy the shoes he made were. Yeah, we learned he has a good skill. Bragging. He's a bragger. Yeah. He's a bragger to this day. I'm so good at making shoes. I say prove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish Marjorie had said, prove it. Make me a pair of red bottoms. And then he just, oh yeah. And that's her great escape because he's just yeah. making these shoes the whole time. She's like, I like Louboutins or whatever they're called. Louboutins? Yeah. What are they called? Louis Vuittons? No. Chris, Christian Louis, Louis <laughs> Oh, is that with the red? The red bottoms, yeah. Mm, yeah, there's red bottoms. Oh, God. Uh, before we leave there, we then we also, Marjorie finally gets to go see her brother, yeah. which thought he was dead. Right? They let, they let yeah. off for a good few seconds. It's yeah. like, oh, he's... I was hoping they'd open the door and it would just be a skeleton. <laughs> like, just a straight-up skeleton. Like, very, like, Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, still his clothes rattling. are still yeah. on him. And she goes, oh, no, I'm too late. <laughs> I thought, I also thought she was going to kill him the whole time when he's like, make it stop, make it stop. I thought she was just going to go badass and, like, break his neck. No one else had that? Oh, I was too busy picturing him as a skeleton. <laughs> so I spend all of these, like, very serious scenes... I told you guys about this, but I'll tell the listeners. Just wanting some sort of weird slapstick element to happen. I want someone to throw up a little bit. Whenever the mountain's on screen, I just want him to wave at somebody. So when Pycelle farted, that must have been the, the highest achievement. It, it was something. That yeah. looks like... Oh, you did say during the High Sparrows, you're like, oh, I just want, like, a booger or something, yeah, like, falls out. Sneezes or something. <laughs> just something to remind us that these people are all humans. Um, so, uh, 
like I don't know what to glean from this. Loras has lost faith, or like like uh, they've almost broken Loras, but they haven't broken Marjorie. Yeah, I think so. Someone's telling me that this season of Game of Thrones are trying to pay a lot more respect to women because they haven't been held in the highest light. Yes, but they still talk about rape so Yeah, much. but they're, yeah. like, we'll get to this one, but, like, Marjorie, they're showing her as the stronger one. Same thing with, uh, what's, uh, Reek's sister? Yara. Yeah, like, she's the stronger one. Brienne's getting some love. We'll get to that. But, yeah, like... We'll get to that. But, yeah, I feel like they're trying to give show women as a stronger... Okay, I'll take that. Someone just told me that. Marjorie's not... Marjorie's clearly not done, right? Like, the way she was presented in the show uh, was, like, this is a schemer. This is somebody who plays the game. Yeah. And, like, I, like, this is, like, this is a derailment, but Marjorie has to get back on track. Yeah. She's she's got one more move left in her. I mean, she looks like she's got some Cersei in her. Like, she's just at the point, I feel like she's just playing their game. She's reciting their verses back to them just to be like, okay, what can I do to get out of this? Right. Like, she's not falling for it. She's not like, oh, I'm a sinner. Yeah. Cool. So let's move on to, uh, let's do a brief stint at Winterfell, and then we'll do the two big storylines, right? <sighs> so, uh, Winterfell. Osha visits Ramsey. <sighs> and it's like, how many times have we seen this, like, the fake seduction yeah. into the somebody's getting stabbed? I just, so I re-watched some episodes from, like, season two and three not too long ago, and I forgot how much I hate Ramsey scenes. Just, like, that, like, uncomfortable, just, like, what what is he going to do? And I felt that again. I was just like, oh, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. Like, no one was like, this is where Ramsey dies. It's like, no, this is just... This is where Ramsey does something awful. Yeah. It feels like they need to, like, they think that they need to keep telling us, Hey, Ramsey's a bad guy, right? <laughs> yeah. like, we, we, we know. Get it. <laughs> well, this we're on board. Great. I, I think that Ramsey right now is just serving a function, which is, right, um, the books just keep sprawling. More characters, more characters, yeah. more characters, more storylines. And the show's like, we got to end. So Ramsey is a very useful tool for just being like, hey, you know, like all these people, like, boom, dead, 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 dead. Ramsey's just cutting off things that people think are going to be, like, long, like, term story threads. He's just ending them all. Yeah, I guess. They're they're also using him, like, uh, the show's version of, like, a lazy wrestling heel. Yeah. It, but instead of saying, your local sports team sucks, he says, I'm going to do sexual violence. Yeah. And then he does. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill this character that you like in a very uncomfortable way. Um, yeah. So anyway, that, like that's kind of all that scene is, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, <clears throat> we'll go straight into the wall, right? Again, this was another thing that we thought, like, and again, game of, uh, our episode, I mean, season five really conditioned us to, like, not expect a narrative economy. Because we all fully expected for... Sansa and John to maybe cross paths like five episodes from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they cut right to it. And it was good. It was fulfilling. It was interesting. It served a purpose. It, uh, it, pre- like, it propelled the plot. It was good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, you know, go ahead. I like that they, like, had their reunion, but we didn't have to watch them, like, catch up. Yeah. Like, we get it. They caught up. You caught up a little on screen, but in, like, a, a charming sort of... But a charming. We didn't have to hear Sansa yeah. be like, well, last time I saw you... <laughs> I was um, engaged <laughs> uh, That didn't go so well. Um, so he called it off. Yeah, like, we didn't have to watch them, like, actually catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we also got our first confirmation of Stannis' death. Yeah. For some reason, they've left that like wildly ambiguous. I still, I never thought he was alive. I'm just throwing that out there. I I felt more convinced of it this season than I did at the end of last season. But like, I still don't get like, why didn't they just show it? Why didn't they show it? Like, you think that I think it's a budget. budget. (laughs) They they had the budget to do everything up to the sword swipe, and they had the budget to do the sound effect of him getting his head cut off. But 
Yeah. Oh, they added the sound effect in the last season. Oh, so they were waiting for some DVD sales. But if you in. think, like, I imagine she cut his head off. Right. That's yeah. like, maybe he's claustrophobic and didn't want a mold of his face made. I don't it's know. A it's, a, it's a point. It is a point. <laughs> yeah. I think they were leaving themselves wiggle room between seasons. Just mm-hmm. in case they wanted something. Yeah. So they, I think they decided in the off season, eh, we don't want to do a Stannis story. And then they just added that squishy sound effect in on the last season. To like put it in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That that checks out. Like my guess is that they thought, is there a function that Stannis can have? Like, um, is Stannis like, do we need Stannis to join Stannis' party? Or like, you know, again, like maybe they have some inside information on the books and Stannis dies later on, but he does something in the process. Or did Stannis and uh, Brienne go on, like, a... Because they love buddy adventures. Yeah. Like, did they try that? And they're like, well, this isn't going anywhere. Oh, yeah. I would have loved that. I really? I would have hated that. I just love Stannis, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stannis is Hunter's favorite character for newcomers to the podcast. By a mile. Even after everything? Oh, after burning his daughter? <laughs> I'm not into it. <laughs> but you see... Why? No, I just like how grumpy he is. It made him grumpier. He was so grumpy about burning his own daughter alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, for for new listeners, uh, Hunter has a uh, a tattoo of Grumpy Cat across his neck. He it's, hasn't had a job in years. It's tough, though. <laughs> I look fucking sweet. It's true. Look, I'm in the show for grumpy dudes that love sword fights. And no one's better at that than Stannis. Well, who is? Well, now that he's gone, now that we know for sure he's gone, who's your new love? I mean, Bronze Jan Royce is a grumpy dude that loves sword fights. Sure. Uh, soon to be introduced, I'm assuming, Randall Tarley, grumpy dude that loves <laughs> sword fights. Yeah. Uh, Jon Snow potentially turning into a grumpy dude that loves some sword if fights? If Jon Snow gets grumpier, the grumpier Jon Snow gets... The more I like him. See, I don't, uh, is he grumpy or just like a sad sad? That's the thing. He's too emo. <laughs> yeah. He got dangerously close this episode to doing a, here we go again. Yeah. If he had done it, yeah, all in. <laughs> he's a grumpy dude. He's got a great sword. Um, so um, so John and Sansa have this like really nice reunion. Sansa says, cool, let's go get Winterfell. And John's like, I'm done fighting. I got killed. By the way, I got killed. I killed and lots so of people. I'm, I killed. Yeah, and so like I'm sick of it. I'm not fighting anymore. I'm leaving. I'm gonna go find me a woman that looks like a Greek, and I'm gonna go be a farmer for the rest of my life. And Sansa's like, "The hell you will! You'll never be safe unless we're home." And and John's like, "Ah, uh, I don't believe that. I feel like there are a million places I can go hide." Then they get a letter. A very and nicely written letter. A letter that's like, "Yo." I got like, it's like, I mean, it's the letter equivalent of like, um, of like a rap battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come get your man. Like, it's got a poem in yeah, it. It's like literally, it's like a shittily written poem. If it could be summed up in like an Instagram picture, it would be like, uh, Ramsey just doing like the suck it, like crossed arm thing. Yeah, yeah and like, the caption is come and see. Come yeah. and see. Yeah. Like he's standing on Jon Snow's like old bed and it's just like suck it, yeah. come and see. Yeah. And he tags Jon Snow in it. <laughs> uh, if there's any artists out there, please draw that. Yeah, yeah so I'm um, just to make it very clear to the artist what we need you to draw. We need you to draw. Um, we need you to draw Ramsey Bolton mm-hmm. standing on Jon Snow's bed in Winterfell. Uh, his attire up to you. Yeah, yeah. how he's dressed is up to you. Doing uh, but don't make it dirty. Doing the classic <laughs> Degeneration X suck it motion with come and see written above it. And it like in the caption on like the Instagram Yeah. Hashtag come and see? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, do you think that's a hashtag? Maybe, it's, maybe hashtag. it's just the caption. Yeah, it's maybe the caption. caption. Okay. And then tag Jon Snow. Who's in the comments? Yeah. Who's in the, <laughs> yeah, who's in the comments? Like, who's liked it? Who's commented? Uh, you know who liked it, but just like a saving his ass like, uh, is the one guy that told Ramsey that he had a brother. Um, oh, oh, the maester? The maester yeah. likes You know, he's like, oh, fuck, I gotta like this. Theon, Theon still likes it on his Reek account. <laughs> he can't help it. 
I know. He's just so conditioned. That's amazing. But he unfollowed him on his... <laughs> so I, I want to talk account. about this a little bit because um, this is... Uh, so like we're, we're now caught up with John's storyline in the books. Although John... So, so in, in this sense, which is... In the books, John, uh, John gets this letter before he gets killed. Oh. And decides to march on Winterfell because of this letter. And that's why he gets stabbed. And that's why he gets stabbed. So now these two parts have reconciled. And Sansa wasn't there, I take it, right? No. No. But in both of the plot lines, uh, there's this question, which is, did Ramsay Bolton actually write this letter? Or was this letter a plant as an instigation to get Jon Snow off of the wall? I think in the books, the question is, is it a lie? Right. On, On the show... We know it's mostly not a lie. Yeah. It's, yeah, it seems pretty, pretty straight from, from his mouth. Yeah, um, I think there's still a potential. Like if, if Small John Umber, if the Umbers are faithful to the Starks, then this might be a gambit to get John out. Because hmm. they don't mention Osha being dead. If I'm correct, right? Well, he, he might have really written care. the letter before Osha's dead. Yeah. So I, what? Yeah. So I. So what? Whatever's written right now is. Um, is all stuff that small John Umber would know. And do you think John would even care? No offense to Osha, but do you think he'd even care? No. No, I mean, I think all the pertinent details were written out. So just, again, just something to consider. So anyway, Sans is like, yeah, so you really gonna, you really gonna go find your farm? You gonna go find your farm, John? And John's like, hell no, we're riding. (sighs) How many wildlings you got? Yeah, so they got 2,000 wildlings, which means we gotta go get our crew together. But one giant has to equal, like, 100 people? Uh, maybe, like, 20. 20, because the, 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 no, the Night's Watch folks, they fought that giant in uh, at the Battle of the Wall, remember? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but that was, like, that was, like, limited space. I feel like a giant in, like, an open field. If that giant's running at you from far away and you got time to shoot a bunch of arrows at it... Well, much. I'm gonna... Yeah, Don't awesome. send him in as your first one. <laughs> oh, yeah. You wait. And then he runs in later. He runs in later. Yeah, all right. Uh, so anything else you guys want to talk about with Winterfell? Um, I don't know. Oh. We got to talk about Tormund Giants, Bane, and Bree. Oh, oh, the oh, best oh, part yeah. of the whole thing. I am so stoked for this potential love story. If they don't hook up. Oh. And this show doesn't know how to have fun. And I love that it's like immediate. Like as soon as she comes through the gates, he's just like, oh. He's like, who's that? Hello. <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, he goes, John, introduce me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is my sister's son. He's like, not her. Why would I care about her? Oh, I love it so much. And this is also, I think, like. Brienne's been through a lot of shit. Like, we've heard about her, like, getting teased. No one's ever loved her, this or that. Like, oh, I hope she gets some great love. Yeah. From a cool wildling with a big old beard. Yeah. Oh, but him just creeping the whole time at dinner, just, like, staring at her, just <laughs> watching her eat. And that's a lost art, too, is the the sexy-eating chicken at some point. She did some great... Some great face work in this episode yeah, between yeah. the I don't want to eat this dinner and the why are you looking at me faces. <laughs> yeah. Great job, Gwendolyn Christie. Oh, also at the wall, we didn't talk about, uh, what's his name? Davos? Davos. Like, why the fuck is he giving the red red woman a hard time? Like, I feel like... Why did he wait so long yeah. to be like, hey, what happened to Stan? <laughs> <laughs> you know my boss and best friend? <laughs> I waited for like a week. You know what? This is cle- this is just like clearly the writers were like, okay. if we introduce that question, then we will not be able to believe anything because if he asks Melisandre what happened to Stannis, then he's gonna find out that she burned his daughter, and then he's gonna kill her, and she'll never revive Jon Snow. So, so they just so instead they did the equivalent of sweeping all the dust under the rug. And then there's just a big lump in the pot. <laughs> and be like, what's this? And then that lump gets out, and then Brienne comes over and eats it. Yep. <laughs> cool. Um, so let, let's uh, let's take it over to um, to whatever the Dothrak is. Vice Dothrak? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
we finally get, um, we're calling them the Super Jario Brothers. Is that yeah. what we're calling them? Yeah. Which, sorry, if we're talking about Jario Brothers, I just got in a debate the other day with someone. Do you know what Mario's last name is? Mario. It's coming up. Why does it start coming up so much? Why did it come up with you guys? Let's just come up on our podcast, RUD2F. You can Ooh, find it plug. on iTunes. Send us a review, even if you've never heard of it. Yeah. What'd you decide his last name is? Mario. It's Mario. No, this it's is not. His can- this is his canon last name. It's Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario. No, I. So I Googled it. So, uh, but Nintendo has never said what his full name is, but they said it's not Mario Mario. What? But say what it is. Like, why not? They're oh. like, I get why there's confusion because it's the Mario Brothers, but no, his name's not Mario Mario. It's just like. That's even worse for Luigi. Yeah, I'd be like. I don't know. Oh, oh, that that he has to be one of the Mario brothers. That he's one of the Mario brothers, but it's just the first brother's name. Yeah, it's like Hunter. Do you have a brother? I have a sister. That's close so, enough. So What's her name? If we were the Carly siblings, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Would yeah. you be pissed? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah, she has a much more for, forceful personality than I do. Though. So you would definitely be the Carly siblings, or Carly. Yeah, the Carly siblings. If if we were going to be referred to as a unit, yeah, by first name, and would, we'd be the Anna. We'd be the Anna siblings over here. Yeah, I'd be the Lara siblings. Yeah, fuck guys. Yeah, That's hugely insulting. We're all Luigi. Luigi better hope his last name is Mario. Hey, hey, Luigi's great. He started a ghost hunting business. Yeah. He's way taller. Yeah. He's in better shape. Yeah. Does he ever find love? Yeah. He's got his own princess. He's got his own Daisy. Is Daisy his princess? I think so. Wait, Daisy? Is she a mushroom? She got brown hair. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, sorry. He, he's got a tall, skinny Wah guy instead of... <laughs> yeah, I know. Instead of Wario, who's just a fatter Mario. <laughs> yeah, he's got Waluigi, who's a skinnier, creepier Luigi. Yeah. I love the name it, Waluigi, too. It all checks out. Okay, sorry. We <laughs> <laughs> must suck more for Wario and Waluigi <laughs> to be guys. <laughs> We're named after their enemies. But they just... <laughs> Switch the name. But do you think Waluigi should have, like... Because I get Waluigi because it's just the... Or no, Wario because it's just a implement. <laughs> yeah, but, like... He should be so Luigi. <laughs> so I, I don't get to make this... Like, I don't get me to get too technical. But uh, Wa in Japanese means bad. So, like, Wario uh, is like bad Mario. And, like, Waluigi uh, is bad Luigi. Oh, okay, killer five. I know, I'm sorry. I know. We're I'm, in Vase Rock. <laughs> So we're in base Dothrak. Um, the uh, Jario brothers put their weapons away because Jorah's all like, we can't do that. Dario sees Jorah's grayscale. Keeps his knife. Yeah, keeps his knife. They sneak in. They but push. up until that, uh, I forget his name. Dario. Uh, was just like talking about how... Uh, Danny's little, like, firecracker, and that old man could never keep up, and I was like, oh, rub your grayscale on him. Yeah. And I was like, I can't kill you, because then I'm just that guy that killed an old guy, I can't lose to you, because I'm just that guy that loses to an old guy. It was all leading up to my prediction, which I'm still feeling very strong about. I, I think your prediction's pretty solid. Um, so they, they sneak in, they do some shenanigans... Um, this is like one of these weird things, though, where it's like all that work actually doesn't really add yeah. to anything. Because yeah. they didn't have knives on them. They're so like, you're not merchants. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But even beyond yeah. that. And he did have a knife. And then he stabbed him. And then he beat his head up with a rock. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, it turns out that they didn't have to do any of that because Daenerys already had everything covered. Right. Yeah, she had it together. Oh, can we talk about the sand throwing? Oh, that <laughs> was really like, I'm into it. I like that. I like, <laughs> when, I like when somebody tries a shenanigan and it doesn't work. It's yeah. just like, what the fuck do you want? I like an opposite Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, Indiana Jones just shoots a guy. I would love it if like, he just misses in the shooting the sword fight. Like, someone tries to do something cool. And it doesn't and work it out. doesn't work. Yeah. A plus. Yeah. Um, because you can always believe something not working. Yeah. yeah. It's very hard to believe something working. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, Jorah and, uh, Dario find Daenerys, who is, like, who just, like, already had a plan, which was, 
the all the calls are going to be in the same room with me. Um, it's going to be a wooden hut with fire. So I'm just going to set the thing on fire, and I don't catch on fire, so it's fine. And that's what she did. And she walks out fine but naked, and uh, everybody baps to her. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Like, I thought maybe this was going to be a deus ex dragina thing, but it turned into just a deus ex uh, uh, fire, fire resistance yeah. thing. My question was, did they go in and douse the floor with gasoline beforehand? Because it seemed to travel very fast. It seemed to travel very fast. I think we're supposed to imply that the braziers were full of oil or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think okay. that, because that seems like a lot of crap that I would have need to see just a smidge of. One of those fires was alive and attacked the, the big cow on purpose. Yeah, can she <laughs> control fire? No. No. It was just like a cool shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we finally got to see, because the trailer, we saw a woman's hand grab the flame and we're like, who's it gonna be? Yeah, I thought that was wild, actually, because like, I know that she was unburned in that one moment, but like, I thought that she could get burned from a dragon's fire if it happened again, but, like, I guess not. Maybe a dragon's fire, but not a normal fire. Yeah. She takes really hot baths. They haven't laid that groundwork at all. Yeah. Wait, is that in the book? Oh, yeah, she takes baths that are too hot for everybody else. <laughs> Everyone's like, too hot, too hot. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> that bath. Ooh, She's that person that just off. keeps sitting in the sauna while everyone's like, oh, I'm done. And she's just like, what? Yeah, use, she's that hot tub creep in the hotel. They use her baths for soup afterwards. They just keep pointing. They're like, you should only be there for 10 minutes. And she's like, mm, she's good. Like, Let me live. <laughs> I'm trying to sweat it out. I'm trying to sweat out a bad man. You want to join me in here? <laughs> and Dario's like, yes, ma'am. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Dario was rubbing his naked lady knife too much. Oh, my God. Too much. Well, this is, again, the show is written by 13-year-olds. Wait, his naked lady... Is the naked lady on it? He's got a knife with a naked lady on it. It's just like, yeah, it's like the the top half of a naked woman. No. Oh, there's there's a butt on that. Is there? She's like sitting on the Oh, she's sitting on it. Have we zoomed up on that? Or is that in the book? Back in the day. That's just on the show. They zoomed in on it, um, like, in that episode where Dario... Oh, is that uh, where they're, like, holding it out? And she's like, they're... I don't no, I was going to say the episode where Dario like oh, bites the guy out in the desert. Pees. Yeah, and then he pees. Like a creep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He just urinated in public <laughs> and no one did anything about yeah. it. Yeah. So, again, this, this episode, like... Disgusting. Despite the fact that we've now spent an hour talking about it. Um, a lot of setup in this episode. Like, we're getting... Like, people are meeting up again. The squads are getting reunited. Daenerys has a new army of Dothraki... Uh, John has a wildling army and he's about to go make some new friends and he's got his sister back finally. Uh, King's Landing, they squatted up. Everybody's friends suddenly. And, um, and so before we do our, our quick check-ins, um, I just want to ask everybody, uh, if they have any plugs. That was not a good segue, but it's what we have. No, no, go ahead. Uh... You can see me in Big Babby on Saturday nights at the Philly Improv Theater. Uh, you can see me with the future uh, on Saturdays at the Philly Improv Theater. Also, um, starting on May 28th, I'm going to be in Toronto um, for a uh, for a diversity conference and a, a and a festival. So if you're in if you're in uh, if you're in Toronto, uh, come look for me at the Bad Dog Theater. Can they tweet at you while they're there? Yeah, tweet at me at Philly D Way, Philly D E E Way. What? One more plug for us. I'm yeah. sorry. Whitney. Oh no, plug away. If you enjoyed the tone and style of this particular episode of SRM, you might enjoy the RUD2F podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's the it's the same tone, but we talk about MTV reality shows, particularly the challenge rivals three. It's fun. This is going to seem like you guys paid me to say this, but uh, I listen to your guys' other podcasts, and it's great, and I don't even watch the show. So you don't even have to watch the show, and you can still enjoy the podcast. I listened to your entire Bachelorette season, where you could slowly hear all of your souls die and just become miserable, Uh, but I didn't watch a single ounce of the show, and it was great still. 
Uh, anyway, uh, I, you can see me in Hoffman most Saturday nights at Philly Improv Theater. Great. Uh, cool. So let's, uh, let, let's start wrapping it up. Um, I wanted to do a quick winners and losers. Oh. Um, I'll start. And I, so I, I've taken a new stand with winners and losers, which is like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna get too clever by half. The winner is Daenerys. She walked into a fire, burned up a bunch of men and came out of it looking like a boss and everybody bowed to her. Daenerys is my winner. My loser is Osha because she had one chance to make one move and she got stabbed in the neck while straddling Ramsey Bolton. That's an L. Uh, I think my winner is Brienne. She got to come in, brag about killing Stannis. A, a big, a big wild man looked at her, real weird. She got to parade around, being like, "I saved Sansa. I saved Sansa. She's doing great." Uh, loser. Uh, Bronze Jan Royce. He got played by a teen and his bird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, my winner is also Brienne because, yeah, she she deserves some love. Like, And she finally gets to, like, put all this, like, crazy talk behind her and be like, I know. I know you did it. I don't forgive or forget. Like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens with her. Uh, my loser is Osha. Like... Yeah, that's just... It's just... She tried. She's like, I know how to get my way out of this. Nope. Cool. Um, so I'm going to give... Uh, I'm a, we're, oh, uh, of course we will. We can't forget to do our, our most beloved segment. Sweet tweets! Um, sweet tweets. Um, we, begin with, uh, we begin with a tweet from Bayrock Obama. Uh, <laughs> I love the name. <laughs> who writes? Who uh, writes? And we and we stole this throughout the podcast. So big shout out. So the title of this episode is Squad Up, right? <laughs> That's right. This episode was just all about people squatting up. Um, but the actual winner of this week's sweet tweets um, with a du- with doing double duty service is Black Rob. Black Rob might be singular minded, but it worked for this episode. At Black Rob writes. Uh, <clears throat> the high sept in a hoe. <laughs> and then follows that up with Tyrion used hoes to end slavery. I wonder if that's what Abe Lincoln did. Seems effective. <laughs> Congratulations, Black Rob. You had a sweet tweet. Uh, cool. So, as always, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. You have a chance to win some swag doing that. That's pretty dang cool. Uh, follow, yeah, Whitney, uh, tear that paper right into the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> follow us, follow us on Twitter at SRM Podcast. Send us an email, srmpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm David Danellis, stepping in for Mike Marbach on behalf of Hunter Steffes and Whitney Harris. I'm saying goodbye. Bye.